Welcome to the Talk of Fame Network. I got a good deal on those boys. The scout said they showed a lot of promise. With your Hall of Fame voters. Don't act like you're not impressed. Ron Borges. You want to punch me right now, but you won't. Rick Oslin. I don't know what we're yelling about! And Clark Judge. What in God's holy name are you blathering about? On SB Nation Radio. Guys, uh, there is another brick in the wall at Florida International University, which I thought was a sort of heretofore relative unknown football program. Until that is, of course, Coach Lane Kiffin, Ronnie, former Raider, yep. started recruiting. Well, let's not go too far. He wore started, the shirt. He started recruiting. Now, Ron, jot this down so you can say that, uh, you know, Jack, he was warned. Jack was warned. He started recruiting middle school kids. That's right. Wow. He just offered a scholarship to Pierce Clarkson the son of his quarterback's coach, which ordinarily wouldn't be a big deal. Except, Ron, Pierce Clarkson just graduated from the sixth grade. Wow. Well, look, I've heard of, you know, eighth-grade basketball players being offered uh, scholarships, uh, but not usually because they were the assistant coach's son. It's usually because they were 6'8 at age 11 or something. (laughs) Uh, So what I wonder is, if he ends up standing 5'6", does he still get the free education? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I guess we're going to have to wait to what, 2023, whenever it is the class he's in. Uh, but you know what, Gooseman? Uh, that's not all. Uh, he also made a scholarship offer to the son of T. Martin, a former Tennessee star, his, and it's his offense coordinator. And that young man, yeah, he's one year old. Oh, by the way, Goose, before we go any further, first of all, welcome back. Welcome back. Great nice to have great you to here. Be back. And secondly, I love that Cowboys recommit t shirt that you're wearing. Looking good. <laughs> but anyway, uh, since Lane Kiffin's on this track, uh, Goose. Any chance he tries to recruit Tom Brady's son, Jack? Not Ron's son, Jack. Tom Brady's son. Because I, I saw, this was about a week ago, Ron, or so he caught a touchdown pass from his dad in a charity game at Harvard. And he's nine. So, Goose, yes, he's fair game too, right? Clark, there's no market for Brady's who catch the football, only the Brady's <laughs> who throw the football. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Well, unlike those kids in the Pink Floyd song, we do need an education, and we're going to get one. Today, with the guests, as we look at the AFC South, um, here today, we've got Jacksonville Executive VP of Football Operations. That'd be former Giants and Jags head coach Tom Coughlin. We've got Tennessee running back DeMarco Murray, who was the AFC leader last year in rushing. We've also got former Houston Oilers terror Robert Brazil, a.k.a. Dr. Doom. God, I love that. I love that nickname. <laughs> uh, and the former head of officiating and NFL officiating, Mike Pereira, who's now, of course, the officiating analyst for Fox Sports. But before we take a tour the AFC South, we're going to tour this week's headlines. And let's start first with ESPN. Now, a cashier's Hall of Fame voter and friend of the show, John Clayton, 
And then it rehires Hank Williams Jr., who we all remember. Of course, he used to sing his way into our living rooms and Monday Night Football until, of course, he did. Now he's back. Guys, what's up with that? Well, I guess ESPN figured six years in the penalty box was long enough for Hank. Uh, and despite all the singers ESPN has trooped across our TV screen since Williams, he still remains the iconic voice of Monday Night Football. I don't know. I like Carrie Underwear or whatever her name is. Carrie <laughs> <laughs> Underwear. That's just me. That's just me, you know. Uh, well, you know, here's Clayton's problem. Uh, Clayton actually knows something about football, so why would ESPN want to keep him around? You know? <laughs> As I always say, he knew what plan uh, A was, but nobody knew anything but plan B. That is know? correct, sir. That is correct. Uh, Carrie Underwood, by the way, is Sunday night football. This is Monday Oh, Sunday there night, Monday. They all blend together after they all blend a few together. hundred years, you know. Okay, well, next up, 345 Park Avenue, New York City. Your favorite place. I love it there. Uh, the NFL life. announced it's going to reverse its policy on not allowing hard liquor commercials for TV. And now, well, now it's going to allow it. But no more, guys, no more than four 30-second spots per contest. What's up with that? Well, Clark, if there's money to be made, the NFL will make it. If you're going to sell hard liquor in your stadiums, you might as well sell it over the air. The, the NFL has never been able to say no to the dollar. Exactly right. Drink moderately, but make sure you're drinking our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Goose Man, maybe I should ask Ron this question, but I'll start with you, Goose. I'll soon before the league announces a partnership with the next pot distributor. What are you implying there, Clark? <laughs> I'm not implying <laughs> anything. Not implying anything. Asking this Ron, I'm going to ask Goose this question. Then, of course, we're going to get to you, because yes. I think you might speak with the voice of experience. Let's go to Goose Man first. I might. Again, Clark, if the Broncos and Seahawks start selling pot in their stadiums, that will open the door to the NFL selling pot over the airwaves. Again, if there's money to be made, the NFL will make it. So there's a pot at the end of the rainbow is what you're saying, huh? Yeah. We can only hope. I can see through the haze in five or ten years they'll be running ads <laughs> for legalized marijuana instead of just smoking it. They'll be saying, take your next shot at the official pop shot of the NFL or visit <laughs> NFLpotshot.com. <laughs> But it'll still be forbidden for the players, right? They'll still That's right. It for the players. Right, yeah, right, but you're not going to miss four games for smoking <laughs> our product. Right. Well, speaking of pot, there's San Francisco. Let's go to San Francisco. I don't know why I connected those two, Ron, except when you walk down the street, you know, the super, you could smell it everywhere. Yeah, anyway, yeah. The I just stand on the street. It's great. That's right. That's right. Natural highs. <laughs> He's the guy in the corner the smiling. That's right. Clark would say to me, hey, come on, let's see. No, 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 I'm good right here. I'm good right here in the corner. <laughs> Well, on the 49ers corner, they just added Elvis Doomerville. Gooseman, like it or loathe it? Well, the 49ers ranked in the bottom third in the league in sacks last season, so even an old pass rusher is better than no pass rush, so I like it. Yeah, I, I mean, I think he's well past his prime, but maybe he can help teach some of these young players what, what it takes to get to the quarterback, even though he can no longer find the quarterback on his own. Okay, well, Elvis is in the building, but uh, Jeremy Macklin's out of the building at Arrowhead. Gooseman? Chiefs got wide receiver Jeremy Macklin. Like it or loathe it? Again, he's a 29-year-old wide receiver coming off a mediocre season, not playing to the level of his money. So, no, I'm not surprised. It means Tyreek Hill will have to carry a bigger share of the load. I guess I like it. Yeah, I mean, his production's dropped off the past two years, and he hasn't really played a full season in three years. So my guess is he'll get a job, but it'll be a part-time job because he's become a part-time player. Okay, well, let's go to Seattle, guys, because who can ignore what's going on there? Everything seems to be going on in Seattle this week. Um, they just added a quarterback. Uh, no, it wasn't Colin Kaepernick. It was Austin Davis. Goose, like it or loathe it? 
I like it. Davis, I'm sure, was a cheaper option. With Russell Wilson, you don't want your backup to play, nor do you expect your backup to play, so I have no problem with it. If I'm Kaepernick, I explore Canada, go up there, win a great cup, then come back as a subject of a bidding war. Ronnie? Like Kaepernick, I explore, I, uh, I explore legal help. <laughs> uh, you know, I really loathe this thing. How can Pete Carroll look at his players in the eye and say that, you know, Austin Davis gives us a, a better chance to win. Makes us a better team than Colin Kaepernick. I mean, you know, that's just But he's crazy. not saying that. Austin Davis isn't the starter. R- Russell Wilson. Well, I understand that. But, you know, it, it, a lot of times these seasons, it seems, Clark, that the starter doesn't play the whole season. Who would you rather have? Austin Davis, Austin Powers, or Colin Kaepernick? You know, I mean, it's just, I, I just think it's, it's, it's starting to smell. This thing is starting to smell. I, I was on the, I was not on the, uh, Conspiracy bandwagon, mm-hmm. uh, but it's starting to smell a little bit too much to me. Something's going on. I understand the dude him. looks like Oscar Gamble, but, you know, come on. Have the Patriots sign him. Yeah. you got three quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Ron, let's to follow that up. I mean, what I don't understand here is if, mm-hmm. honestly, if I were the Seahawks, I, I wouldn't have looked at him for this reason. It has nothing to do with his political stance. I, I don't want someone who thinks he should start and who has started. He started in San Francisco. Sitting behind my starter. That's Russell Wilson. I don't want somebody thinking he should be ahead of Russell Wilson. So, um, Goose, I'll start with you. Why bring him in in the first place? I mean, why even bring him in? Well, I, I think the fact that he wants to be a starter is part of it. But I, I think his 3-16 and record as a starting quarterback over the last two years may be a bigger part of why he's sitting out right now. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But, um, I mean, he has started. And I, I don't want Russell Wilson looking over his shoulder, Ron. Yeah, see, I, I don't buy into it. First off, I, and I know a lot of people say that and, and would agree with you, Clark. But to me, when did – Pro football stop becoming a competition. You know, you're supposed to have competition. You know, it's not mm-hmm. supposed to be you know Tom Brady backed up by me. You know, he's supposed to be backed up by a football player, and that yeah. football player should th- should think that he can play. Well, this you is know? a team though that's uh, riven by dissension. I mean, it seems like I mean, with the quarterbacks under fire. Yeah, no, that's true. Well, I agree. anyway, we we've got to go commercial. Like it or loathe it, guys. We love it. <laughs> we love it. Yes, we do. Up next. Tom Coughlin. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. The Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Wyndham Hotels. Stay at the Days Inn and see your team play. Stay two nights and save 20% and earn 1,000 Wyndham Reward bonus points. Book now at daysin.com. Terms and conditions apply. The crack of the bat, the cheer of the fans, basking in the sun on a summer day. Save now at Days Inn when you see your favorite team play. With over 1,600 locations, there's always a Days Inn nearby. Home or away with friends or family, bask in the sun at Days Inn. Stay two nights and save 20%, plus earn 1,000 Wyndham Rewards bonus points when you book at DaysInn.com. Terms and conditions apply. A good night's sleep starts with the right pillow. That's where MyPillow comes in, and now for a limited time, just go to MyPillow.com, click the Radio Listener Special tab, and use promo code SKY to get two premium king or queen pillows and two additional go-anywhere travel pillows, all for 50% off and free shipping. That's MyPillow.com, promo code SKY, or call 1-800-635-1825. 1-800-635-1825. Kyle is a professional dog trainer. Sit down. Roll over. Good. When it comes to canine obedience, he's your best friend's best friend. Such a good girl. And in his personal time, Kyle's a personal trainer. 
Nice work on those planks, guys. Now roll over and give me 25 push-ups. One, two, good. Hey, keep that caboose down. You see, no matter who or what he trains, Kyle knows how to get results. But when it comes to mortgages, he's less confident. Guilty as charged. Fortunately for Kyle, there's Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. It's simple, so he can understand the details and know he's getting the right mortgage. I like it, people. Who wants a treat? Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Go to rocketmortgage.com today. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. I'm KFC's Extra Crispy Colonel. You're the extra busy regular person who has to make dinner for a family of four. But you can shirk that responsibility because my extra crispy $20 fill-up from KFC contains eight pieces of freshly double-breaded extra crispy chicken, four biscuits, two orders of mashed potatoes, and a side of coleslaw for just $20. That'll feed them. KFC, it's extra crispy good. Pricing and participation may vary. Tax and substitutions extra. Hi, Tom Bodette. Apparently, the hip thing for businesses to do these days is target millennials. So it may sound sus coming from this baby boomer, but Motel 6 is a V-great place for your squad to stay woke or asleep. The updated rooms are hashtag blessed with contemporary floors, bedding, and flat screen TVs that are totally on fleek. Plus, their prices are always low AF. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll keep it lit for you. Book online at motel6.com. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. The Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. And you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Well, when Tom Coughlin was head coach at Jacksonville, he produced the best record of any expansion head coach in NFL history. And this year, he returned to the Jags 15 years after leaving to assume a new position that would be executive vice president of football operations. While he was gone, of course, he won two Super Bowls as head coach of the New York Giants, including that Super Bowl 42 when he stunned previously unbeaten New England. And now, well, now he's going to try to put the Jags back together again. It's been nine years, of course, since they last made the playoffs or had a winning record. And maybe, just maybe, Tom can help change all that. Hey, Tom, thanks for joining us. My pleasure, guys. Well, Tom, what's... Uh What's the difference in your mind between affecting a team as the sort of hands-on head coach and, and now trying to do it from the, from the front office? <laughs> you know what? I've got to experience that because, to be honest with you, when I first returned in January, I found myself very much involved in the evaluation of talent, whether it be free agents and, or college or whatever it might be, and that's what, quite frankly, I've done, always done at this time of the year. So the newness uh, for me comes now with the team being here at the start of the off-season program. We're at the end of phase two. I am on the field. Uh, Doug Marone, our head coach, has encouraged me very much to take part in uh, as much as I can and whatever I see to talk to him about it and be involved, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm not the head coach. And, uh, and this is a new and different experience for me and something that, quite frankly, I'm going to have to learn, you know, when to – keep my mouth shut and, and when to uh, interject what I see and hope that I can affect uh, whatever uh, I see in a, in, a, in a very positive way. You always struck me as a guy who, who really loved to coach. You could see it at BC. You could certainly see it when the NFL uh, during games and practices. How much do you think 
you'll miss that part of it, that not being on the sidelines and being sort of directly involved in decisions as the clock's ticking. Well, I'm going to miss that a whole lot. But probably more than that, I'll miss the interaction that I came to enjoy, you know, with the players, my fellow coaches, et cetera, et cetera, the preparation part of it, the competitive nature of the game, the competitive nature and instincts of the individual, the game circumstances, the situations that come up, the trying to put your hands on and help guide uh, young men in a lot of different capacities and ways, and certainly during the course of a 60-minute NFL game when, you know, games are on the line and when the difference between winning and losing is so minute that uh, the interjection of a good idea and a good thought and a well-timed decision can mean winning and losing. I'm going to miss all of that stuff, but I'm going to try to stay as involved as I can and try to put myself in a position where I can help as much as I can. And the other good thing has been that Doug has welcomed and asked uh, many, many questions about what I thought about this, thought about that, and so on and so forth as we shape our off-season and uh, our training camp uh, and move on toward the 2017 season. Tom, you decided to pick up the fifth-year option of your quarterback, Blake Bortles, even though his touchdown uh, number fell from 35 to 23 last season, and he did struggle at times. What did you see in Blake, and what does he need to do to get the Jags back in playoff contention? Well, he's a very talented young man, I can tell you that. I've been on the practice field, and I've watched him uh, you know, with a very keen eye trying to assess just that. But the... Uh, it was strictly a very good strategic move for the Jaguars to pick up his option, and it was a very good move for Blake as well. And what we've been able to do is to do some things which theoretically could help our team going forward. For example, the, the tags will be available to us, et cetera, et cetera. Our negotiating start point, should Blake have a great year, would be where we are right now with the option. So those things are all, uh, we thought, were a very, uh, a very good strategic reason uh, for for picking up uh, Blake's option. Two years ago, had a very good year. Last year, not so good. You know, we're always talking to young quarterbacks about turnovers and uh, the difference between winning and losing is in margin of turnover. And uh, and so we're always talking about that. He has uh, really improved his mechanics. Uh, he's worked hard in the off season. He's worked hard right here on our practice field uh, as we've been outside working and. Uh, we are addressing a lot of things that uh, that will help him, the improvement of the offensive line, the, the running game, you know, things which uh, can naturally take the pressure off the quarterback and allow him to perform within himself, that he can, you know, take the rudder, doesn't have to make every play himself. Certainly you need him to make, you know, big plays throughout the course of the year. But if you have some balance involved and if you're doing a, a good job up front, you can help Obviously, the quarterback to do that, we've added to our receiving core. These are the things that we're trying to, to get done, and uh, the coaches are, uh, are doing an outstanding job of uh, continuing to stress the mechanics of the position, to emphasize the priorities, if you will, the, the progressions, so on and so forth, the thoughts that the quarterback must have as he goes up over the ball. And, you know, we're working against air right now, and it all looks good, so... We've got to see what happens here going forward. We're speaking with former Jacksonville Giants head coach and now Jacksonville Jaguars executive Tom Kaufman on the Talk of Fame Network. And you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at talkoffamenet. Tom, I want to uh, follow up on that, what you just mentioned about the running game, how much it can help a quarterback. I was in New York City, lived there <clears throat> during your tenure with the Giants, so I know how important 
that running game was, Brandon Jacobs, Bradshaw, guys like that, to Eli Manning. How valuable can the running game in general, and someone like Leonard Fournette in particular, be to Blake Bortles? Well, it can, be, it can enhance his game tremendously because the very nature of keeping third downs shorter, the very nature of making more first downs, the very nature of having more big play you know, people involved and, and depending on and expecting, you know, the big play aspect of the game as well. But the ability, you know, to pound the ball, to create the circumstances where the play-action pass becomes something very critical to your offense, this quarterback does a very good job of uh, passing the football off of the play-action pass. So if we, can, if we can be effective with our run game, you know, forcing people to do things to drop the eighth guy down, so on and so forth, creating – some of those one-on-one situations, creating some of those very nice, you know, deep or crossing type throws off of, uh, based off of play action, it's going to definitely help his game. Well, this question, next question, Tom, I'm going to come a little out of left field, which is where I usually play anyway. But when you were, <laughs> you know, when you were here at BC, everybody was excited the way you turned the program around. Of course, that win over Notre Dame was the first time in Eagles history. Uh, then you go off and you beat the Patriots twice, and we don't like you so much. So this may sound a little unusual, but. You know how BC fans are and Boston fans are. Beating number one ranked Notre Dame, which was bigger for you? That win, which was so huge, or beating that undefeated Patriot team with the Giants? Well, and, and winning in Super Bowl 46 was another one, but uh, against the outstanding um, New England Patriot teams. But, uh, you know, the, at those particular spots in time, they're all the most important thing to you. But also, don't forget the win over Denver. You know, in 96, as we got to the AFC Championship game in only our second year of existence, those are all uh, incredibly exciting things to reflect upon. And uh, at each stage along the way, they all appear to be the most important, the most monumental. But, uh, but uh, you hope that, again, that, uh, that those kinds of situations can happen uh, down the road or in the future once again here in Jacksonville. Tom, how does it feel to be the only man in America to have Bill Belichick's number? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know about that. A couple of times, uh, you know, we've we've played superbly and done a nice job of, in uh, in huge games, which I'm very proud of. I'm very proud of the young men that we coached our organization. But obviously, that that team and uh, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and that whole operation have done an outstanding job. Tom, thanks okay. so much for joining us. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. Glad you're back. Luck to My you. Pleasure. Thanks, Tom. My pleasure, Take care, guys. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Thinking about your summer vacation? Toes in the sand. Hiking the trails. Taking a dip in the pool. Days In can help you get there. With over 1,600 locations, no matter where your travels take you, there's always a Days In nearby. Bask in the sun and save now on your fun-filled vacation at Days In. Stay two nights and save 20%. Plus earn 1,000 Wyndham Rewards bonus points when you book at DaysIn.com. Terms and conditions apply. Greta is a drill instructor. On your feet and negotiate this obstacle. Yes, ma'am. When it comes to training lean, mean, fighting machines, she doesn't mess around. I do not have all day, people. But in her free time, Greta's an amazing poet. And she knows it. The green grass, it whispers to me like an ancient firefly. Look at her throw those verses with confidence. But when it comes to getting a mortgage, Greta's less confident. Uh... A little help here? Fortunately for Greta, there's Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. It's simple, so she can understand the details and know she's getting the right mortgage. My confidence. 
It's returned like a jealous lover on a rainy night. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Go to rocketmortgage.com today. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states. And MLSConsumeraccess.org number 3030. Hi, Tom Bodette, trying to align my chakras around this hot yoga thing. Yep, they finally found a way to make working out even more uncomfortable. Well, at least with Motel 6, you've got one less thing to sweat. They've got clean, comfortable, and now completely updated rooms at a great low price. So the only thing you're stretching is your dollar. Sounds like my kind of place to namaste. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light and the AC on for you. Book online at motel6.com. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. What we're dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law. Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. And you know what? You probably should have gone. 15 minutes ago. Well, we promised you DeMarco Murray, and he's here. DeMarco Murray won an NFL rushing title in the NFC with the Dallas Cowboys, and he's now trying to win one over in the AFC with the Tennessee Titans. DeMarco, of course, broke Emmitt Smith's club single-season rushing record with his 1,845 yards in 2014, winning the NFL rushing title by almost 500 yards. True story. And two years later, as a member of the Titans, he led the AFC in rushing with a 1,200-yard season. Impressive, huh? Well, we're not finished because, best of all, he's here with us today to talk about what awaits him in his second year in Nashville. DeMarco, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me. DeMarco, as you know, of course, better than anybody, you were a workhorse in Dallas. You carried 392 times in 2014, which makes me tired just thinking about it. And that was 80 more carries, I think, than any other NFL back that season. Uh, now you've got some help in Tennessee. Uh, you ran a ball, I think, 293 times last season, and, and rookie Derrick Henry had 110 carries. Does that make Monday mornings a little bit easier for you than they were in Dallas? <laughs> um, I, I guess you can look at it that way. Um, but, you know, we have we have a great, you know, strength and conditioning staff here, a great training staff here that allows me to kind of, you know, get ready for uh, my times now during OTAs, all-season workouts to prepare me for that workload and, you know, things that I do on my own. Um, but um, it, it definitely is something that um, when you're going against a pretty tough division like we have here and like I had in Dallas. So um, it, it's um, a little hard at times, but you know you got to get up, you know, work out and do it all over again. Well, DeMarco, as you know, there's a wall for running backs. It's historically been 30. I realize there have been exceptions, but historically been 30. I mean, Jim Brown, O.J., Jim Taylor, Dickerson, uh, Thomas, and LT, and numbers of others are among the great backs who manage their – final 1,000-yard seasons at the age of 29. Now, Marshall Falk never had another 1,000-yard season after the age of 28. You're 29. Can you become an exception to that wall? Um, I, I think I can. Obviously, I feel amazing. You know, I, I take good care of my body throughout the year, not just during the season, you know, so I, I pride myself and do um, a lot of, you know, sometimes weird things to make sure that I'm, you know, physically, you know, um, prepared and and fresh as, as, as I can, um, but like I said, I feel great. You know, I think we have a great system here in Nashville. The Titans and our coaching staff and our strength and conditioning coach Watterson 
Uh, I think we do a lot of great things here to make sure that I stay fresh. So um, I'm fine. Um, and, you know, obviously I know the history, but, um, you know, I'm not too worried about it. You said sometimes weird things. Do you have any examples? Uh, uh, no, nah, you know, I mean, I wouldn't say this too. I just, you know, spend a lot of time on just, you know, get in the hyperbaric chamber, a lot of acupuncture, um, you know, just things of that nature that I'm sure a lot of guys do in, in this league. So, um, but no, I, um, I just try to do as much as I can and make sure I'm prepared. You know, it's funny, DeMarco, you mentioned acupuncture. I always used to scratch my head and wonder, like, who's the first guy who took a needle and decided, you know, if I stick that in my eye, it's going to make my foot feel great. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that, guy, that, guy, that guy had to be a genius, whoever he was. You know? Ron, you remember the 85 Bears? Jim McMahon was doing acupuncture at the Super Bowl then. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. That's right. At the time, everybody said, what is he doing? Everybody. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, DeMarco, there weren't any running backs drafted in the first round, either 2013 or 2014. Uh, you reminded the league uh, of the value of, of ball control of that uh, 2014 season, and now there have been running backs selected in the top ten each of the last three years. Uh, there's even been a back drafted in the top five each of the last two years. Do you think that the pendulum's starting to swing back more toward the ground game, which for a couple years people were saying uh, running backs becoming obsolete? Uh, and now it, it seems like maybe the game's going back a little bit uh, more toward the running game. Do you feel that at all? Um, I, I think I think that's. Uh, uh, I mean, I think it's always been that way. I mean, you look at the past couple Super Bowl winners, and obviously you know, what James White did last year in the Super Bowl. But um, you know, they're known for their prolific passing offense, and you know, Tom obviously is a great quarterback, and Edelman, and all those other guys, Brock. You know, but I think you know what James was able to do last year in the Super Bowl, and what. Marshawn Lynch did, you know, previous years before that. And um, you just look at those types of teams and you, you see what it takes to win, you know, a championship. And uh, I think obviously you have to run the ball in certain situations and certain downs in order to set up the passing game. And I, I think um, guys take notice of that. Obviously you want to have a great defense and you want to run the ball. That's one of the two, two things that, you know, teams mostly preach about. So um, I wouldn't say it started with me, but I just think, um, you know, you look at the past couple of Super Bowl winners, and you, I mean, nine times out of ten, you know, the running back had something successful to do, and definitely helped to help the team, you know, with outcome. Yeah, I know, Demarco, that there's one Super Bowl loser that would agree with you, and that's the Seattle Seahawks. Remember when they were playing New England, and all they did was run the ball one yard, and they didn't. They threw it, and we know what happened. Yeah, the rest is history. The rest <laughs> is history. That's right. As a running back, you know, I've I've asked a lot of backs this, and I'm sure you probably were watching the game. As a running back, did you sort of take offense to that? I know Marshawn did ultimately, but you know, as a back, were you sort of yelling at the TV like everybody else was yelling at their TVs? Um, you know, I do it quite a bit. I do it in games when you know Marcus decides to check out of a run play on the five yard line or something like that. So, you know, I I let um I let the quarterback and the coaches hear it. Um, but no, I, I'm totally joking. Uh, you know, I think you know I I don't know I don't know what the game plan was and what the look that Russell saw, you know, obviously, um, you know, we can all, you know, say, hey, he should have ran it, should have ran it, but I'm sure if he would have, you know, just, you know, I mean, it was a remarkable play, you know, obviously, you know, by the Patriots and, and Malcolm, you know, I'm sure if he was a half an inch later and they were scored, no one would have even said anything, but obviously it didn't happen, so kind of blew up a little bit, but I think, you know, nine, nine out of ten times, you know, quarterbacks and 
coordinators, they make the right decision on knowing when to run and when to pass it. That was the 10th time, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that was the 10th time. <laughs> You're right, DeMarco. They yeah. should have run it. They should have run it. It was a remarkable play, but they should have run it. We're the Tennessee running back DeMarco Murray on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at talkoffamenet. And DeMarco, when, when you were in Dallas, um, the Cowboys were billed then, as they are today, as having the best offensive line in football. But with a couple recent first-round draft picks at offensive tackle in, in Tennessee, you have Jack Conklin, uh, Taylor Lewan. How close are the Titans to building a line that can give the Cowboys, let's say, a run for their money? How close are they? Um, yeah. Do you think they're close? I mean, I, I mean, I, I run behind these guys every day. And, like, I have a lot of respect for, obviously, Dallas and, you know, those guys, Zach and Trav and Tyron and Doug Free, you know, still great friends with them. And, um, you know, I think the line that we have here in, in, in Nashville with the Titans, I think we're, you know, one of the top in the league. And, um, obviously, it's hard to kind of pinpoint one. Offensive line, um, obviously Raiders have a solid offensive line as well, but you know I wouldn't mind you know running behind ours any day. You know I enjoy running behind these guys and how they are, how they work, you know, constantly throughout the day. And um, but definitely I would you know I would you know put our line up against anyone, and you know just the way those guys work and how they handle themselves, you know, on and off the field, I think it's uh, I think it's remarkable. Now you were with the Cowboys when they made their sort of quantum leap. They improved by four games in 2014 and won the NFC East title. Last year, your Titans finished 9-7. and seven. Uh, A lot of people are, are, are looking at them as, as maybe that next team to make that, that leap in 2017. Do you think you, you and, your, and your team are, are ready to make that jump up into, into the playoffs? Uh, I think for us, you know, obviously um, having this second go-around with a lot of similar faces, a lot of coaches here and and um, I think all of our starters back on, on offense and a lot of them back on defense and obviously adding Logan Ryan and a couple of special team guys and obviously the draft guys. I think we're heading in the right you know direction. The game tilted to a point now the days of running backs winning MVPs are over. Is that where we are? I wouldn't say that. Um, obviously, I think, you know, looking at the quarterbacks and obviously those guys and you know, they get a lot of praise, but they also get a lot of blame. So I think they deserve it a little bit more than us. So at certain situations, but, um, you know, obviously you have to do something very spectacular, and Adrian went for 2,000. I mean, that was a remarkable season for him and as a running back in, in general, you know, but um, I wouldn't say that. You know, you never know what, what can happen, but um, it's definitely you have to do something, you know, pretty outstanding. DeMarco, like you, we're going to have to run. So thanks so much for the time. Best of luck with the season. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me. Have a great day. Thanks, Thank DeMarco. You. you too. That was Tennessee running back and former Dallas Cowboys star DeMarco Murray. Coming up next, why Ron believes his favorite owner belongs in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Thinking about your summer vacation? Toes in the sand. Hiking the trails. Taking a dip in the pool. Days In can help you get there. With over 1,600 locations, no matter where your travels take you, there's always a Days In nearby. Bask in the sun and save now on your fun-filled vacation at Days In. Stay two nights and save 20%. Plus earn 1,000 Wyndham Rewards bonus points when you book at DaysIn.com. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, Tom Bodette. According to the dad bod craze, the lumpy, less-than-chiseled look is now totally in. So you could say I'm in the best shape of my life, and so is Motel 6. They've updated their properties nationwide with contemporary everything, still for the same low price you've come to expect. So your wallet can feel a little pleasantly plump, too. 
I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. A good night's sleep starts with the right pillow. That's where my pillow comes in, and now for a limited time, just go to mypillow.com, click the radio listener special tab, and use promo code SKY to get two premium king or queen pillows and two additional go anywhere travel pillows, all for 50% off and free shipping. That's mypillow.com, promo code SKY, or call 1 800 635 1825. 1 800 635 1825. Kyle is a dog trainer. Okay, Sid. Good boy. In his personal time, Kyle's a personal trainer. One, two, good. Kyle knows how to get results, but when it comes to mortgages, he's less confident. Guilty as charged. Fortunately, there's Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. It's simple, so he can understand the details and know he's getting the right mortgage. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Go to rocketmortgage.com today. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Wyndham Hotels. Stay at the Days Inn and see your team play. Stay two nights and save 20% and earn 1,000 Wyndham reward bonus points. That's right, 1,000. Book now at daysinn.com. Terms. And conditions apply. We're also brought to you by Geico, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. And you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Hey, I see where the uh, Seattle Seahawks guys are going to wear number 96, that decal on their helmets this year, in tribute to Hall of Famer Cortez Kennedy. I think it's a nice idea. Cortez, of course, passed away two weeks ago at the age of 46. Goose, you like it? Yeah, I, that's what you do. I mean, Lamar Hunt, Del Davis, you know, when a legendary figure from your franchise passes, you, you wear the decal or something on the helmet and jersey. Yeah. And Cortez Kennedy was a legendary player on he a was. team that has had very few of them. And a great guy, too. And I, I like the idea, as I said, because, frankly, I'm, I'm not sure, Goose, how many guys on those Seahawks know much about him. And, and maybe, just maybe, this gets the conversation started. Well, there are only three players from Seahawks in the hall. Steve Largent, Walter Jones, Cortez Kennedy. I'm sure there are pictures of Kennedy in the building. So I, I, I would think most Seahawks know who he is. I would hope so. Well, I know Ron would like to get a conversation going about the owner he covers, the owner. And I'm talking about New England's Robert Kraft, who's the subject of today's State Your Case, brought to you by Cabbage, small business loans for the real world. To learn more, go to cabbage.com. And that's Cabbage with a K. Ron, you wrote about Bob Kraft. That's Kraft with a K. This week on our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, made a Hall of Fame case for him. Let's see what you like about him. Well, you know, Clark, regardless of how successful uh, their team has been, an owner, in my opinion, must do more than simply be associated with winning to earn his place into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, That's true even if you turn a franchise around after 34 years of near-constant failure, as Robert Kraft did with the Patriots. Patriot fans believe Kraft saved the professional football for New England when he rejected uh, the then-owner James Orthwine's $75 million buyout offer of the stadium lease that uh, Kraft held at the time so Orthwine could move the team to St. Louis. But that decision, and a subsequent one to pay a then-NFL record $172 million in 1994 for a team that his financial advisors had told him was only worth $15 million, did more than that. Had Kraft allowed the Patriots to move, the AFC would have been left within a year with only one major TV market, New York, while the NFC would have had New York, Dallas, Washington, Philadelphia, Chicago, Atlanta, and San Francisco. A push then would have been made to significantly reduce the cost of the TV package for the AFC games or force realignment. 
and one can only imagine the fractious nature of those kinds of negotiations and the turmoil it would have caused. Kraft's decision to avoid that crisis and ended, uh, he also ended another in New England. In the Patriots' first 33 years of its existence, they made the playoffs only six times, hosted only one playoff game, absorbed two of the worst beatings in championship game history, made me cry all the time, and seldom sold out. In Kraft's 23 years of ownership since, they have been to the playoffs 18 times, owned 14 division titles, 8 conference titles, 5 Super Bowl titles, and have sold out every game since he purchased the team. That's a Hall of Fame turnaround, but it's not enough to be a singular force for your own franchise, in my opinion, to get into the Hall as an owner. Kraft has done more. He played a major role in negotiating the lengthiest and most lucrative TV contracts in NFL history and was instrumental in settling the longest lockout in sports history at a time of personal crisis. As his wife of 48 years was dying from cancer, Bob Kraft ferried himself back and forth to meetings all over the country to negotiating sessions that led to a 10-year labor deal and ended the 135-day lockout. When it was over, Colts center and NFLP executive Jeff Saturday publicly credited Kraft with saving football. But making sense is not always easy. In 2007, after his team was heavily penalized during the Spygate episode, Kraft did not try to challenge the commissioner's authority. Instead, he apologized for his team's involvement, and he moved on. Nine years later, his clear distrust of the league's deflategate investigation that led to Tom Brady's four-game ex- suspension, he again declined to challenge the commissioner's authority, even though he didn't like what he had done and didn't think it was right. So for 23 years, Robert Kraft's decisions have altered both Patriot history and pro football history. That should earn him a hearing in front of the Hall of Fame selectors. Well, that is a signal that we're almost done with our first hour. So, Ron, let's have a hearing with the two-minute drill. Here you go, guys. Panthers coach Ron Rivera says NFL policy of banning rookies from OTAs until their college spring semester ends is a hardship. Isn't dropping out of school a bigger hardship? Leave it to the NFL to give students an excuse not to go to class. Yes, it is, Ron. It means they have five and a half more years to earn a degree. Colin Kaepernick says he's been inundated with supportive fan mail. Where were those people last season? Kaepernick is easier to support in the offseason than in season. He won only one of 11 starts a year ago. Kneeling at his altar. Hank Williams Jr. compared House Speaker John Boehner playing golf with President Obama with Hitler playing golf with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu six years ago and got fired. Is there a statute of limitations on stupidity at ESPN? Quote Forrest Gump, stupid is as stupid does. Nope. Next question. Here we go. Hank Williams Jr., Hank Williams Sr., or Ted Williams? Give me cardigan-clad Andy Williams. Get it, Derek. That's hard to beat, uh, but I'm going with Williams the Conqueror. Uh, the the Packers had a fight during non-contact OTAs. Does that count as illegal contact? I guarantee you the only flag thrown will be on the defensive player, just like during the regular season. <laughs> nope, not unless it happened in a bar with the Ryan brothers. <laughs> what did Peyton Manning and President Trump talk about while playing golf last week? Tweeting or fake news? I'm guessing the Tennessee Valley Authority. Their mutual dislike for London's mayor. I'd like to punch him in the face, I'll tell you. Seattle wide receiver Doug Baldwin says he didn't have time to read the entire ESPN magazine article on his teammates bickering. What's keeping him so busy to read a, that he can't read a five-page magazine article? He's a millennium. Can't say it in 140 characters. It's not worth reading. The bickering. Eddie Lacy says weight clauses in his new contract are, quote, positive challenges, unquote. Since when was asking a fat guy does not be fat a positive challenge? 
Only when that fat guy is supposed to be your meal ticket. When he's surrounded by all that bickering. That is the end of our first half, but stay where you are. We have Fox officiating expert Mike Pereira and Hall of Fame hopeful Robert Brazil coming up in the second half of our show. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. This is Ron Rivera, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. The crack of the bat, the cheer of the fans, basking in the sun on a summer day. Save now at Days Inn when you see your favorite team play. With over 1,600 locations, there's always a Days Inn nearby. Home or away with friends or family, bask in the sun at Days Inn. Stay two nights and save 20%, plus earn 1,000 Wyndham Rewards bonus points when you book at DaysInn.com. Terms and conditions apply. Kyle is a professional dog trainer. Sit down. Roll over. Good. When it comes to canine obedience, he's your best friend's best friend. Such a good girl. And in his personal time, Kyle's a personal trainer. Nice work on those planks, guys. Now roll over and give me 25 push-ups. One, two, good. Hey, keep that caboose down. You see, no matter who or what he trains, Kyle knows how to get results, but when it comes to mortgages, he's less confident. Guilty as charged. Fortunately for Kyle, there's Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. It's simple, so he can understand the details and know he's getting the right mortgage. I like it, people. Who wants a treat? Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Go to rocketmortgage.com today. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Hi, Tom Bodette. Apparently, the hip thing for businesses to do these days is target millennials. So it may sound sus coming from this baby boomer, but Motel 6 is a V-grade place for your squad to stay woke or asleep. The updated rooms are hashtag blessed with contemporary floors, bedding, and flat-screen TVs that are totally on fleek. Plus, their prices are always low AF. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll keep it lit for you. Book online at motel6.com. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. What the hell are we waiting on? Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges. Do you want it or not? Rick Gosselin. Do you understand there's a price to pay? And Clark Judge. Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. Hey, Ron Borges. Yes, sir. You know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? Means you should have been on that computer 15 minutes ago, saving some cash. He is correct. That's why he is a Hall of Fame voter. Means you should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. So listen, Ron or Rex, we demand that you go. So go. Welcome back to our number two of the Talk Fame Network. I'm Clark, along with Rick and Ron. And soon, very soon, we're going to be joined by Hall of Fame hopeful Robert Dr. Doom Brazil, who's a senior candidate and a good one. Seems like every year. Rick and Ron, of course, are on that committee. And at some point, guys, um, I think he'd come out there as a finalist, right? Yeah, I mean, every one of the 28 established franchises has at least one rock-solid Hall of Fame candidate in the senior pool who belongs in Canton. Tommy Nobis, Johnny Robinson, Drew Pearson, Alex Karras, Kenny Anderson, Kochenberg, Jerry Kramer. There are 28 gold-plated choice. Not all of them will ever get into the room. I agree Brazil would be a great choice, but so would Kramer, Johnny Robinson, Kenny Anderson. So frustrating. Very yeah. frustrating. It is frustrating. It's a tough job for you guys. But uh, 
You got to do it, and you got to do it in August. We're going to hear from Robert Brazil soon, but first, a familiar voice on this show and one of our favorite, yes, favorite guests, be Fox officiating analyst Mike Pereira is with us, back from a vacation in Spain and Portugal, right, Mike? Boy, oh boy, uh, <laughs> why did I come back? I, I was going to ask you, how was it? Amongst all those Portuguese, I saw like Ron Borges every day over there. <laughs> That's months, exactly you know? right. <laughs> did you go into the Borges Bank, which is not my side of the family? You got a big no, Borges I Bank over there. The Borges, I, it, if, when, when I saw Borges and Bank, it just it just didn't seem right. So I said, I can't go with it. <laughs> it seems those, right those to us. Don't go together. They just don't go together. Apparently you don't know him that well. <laughs> Not without a mask. <laughs> sure. Anyway, uh, Mike, thanks for joining us. I, you know, I love that. I went to Spain with my parents in 1979. And, of course, you know, we spent our honeymoon in Portugal. We went to Fatima, Sintra, Coimbra, uh, and Coimbra. Lisbon, of course, um, just really beautiful places and really, really nice people. I think you're very lucky. But, of course, Mike, you didn't come back to talk about geography. You came back to talk to us, and we want to thank you for doing this. Uh, I, I want to get on to, uh, first of all, what's going on with officiating these days? And I'm going to start with Fox's hire, of course, of someone you know very well, and that's Dean Blandino, someone we know very well, too, the head of NFL officiating last season. How is that going to work with the two of you, and, and why did Fox do it? Well, I mean, this this whole thing started back in the playoffs last year about the thought of bringing Dean in. I think everybody knew that Dean had designs of leaving the NFL and getting involved in the media side. And, and you know, when I was at a playoff game in Green Bay with the Buck and Aikman crew and Richie Zients, you know, Richie Zients said to me, you know, it's kind of frustrating for us that, you know, when we're doing a big regular season game, a doubleheader game, and something comes up in the game that we could use you, and then you know we we get on the line. They say, well, you're you're making you're talking to the Tampa Bay, uh, Jacksonville game, and we can't get you. And it's frustrating when we know that we have 80% of the country and and you're not available. It would make sense to us if you could be here with us on the big game. And that's what started the conversation as we brought the Big Ten um, on board with now so much college football and the NFL football, could you bring in Dean and then, you know, have us go to games? Maybe they're the big college game of the weekend and the big NFL game. So you'd have one guy in the road and one guy in the studios. And, you know, to me it made perfect sense. Um, There's too much inventory now for just me to do alone with all of college football. And I think, you know, let's face it, there's a little bit of an age difference between – Blandino and me, so they basically invested in their future after I choose not to do this. So to me, it's a win-win for everybody, and, and I think it'll be great. Hey, Mike, will you and Dean ever huddle before commenting on calls? <laughs> <laughs> well, I would imagine that we would. Um, it just depends, you know, on what the situation is, and that, that still remains to be worked out. Now, if I'm in a booth in um, in in Washington, and a play happens. You know, I, I'm not going to have the ability to get on the the horn and huddle with him. But if we're together in the studios, I'm sure that we would uh, that we would huddle. I think, and and the comment that I made, you know, he brings obviously a fresher approach. Um, you know, with what he's been doing the last couple of years in replay making decisions, he's more current than I am. Um, so. He brings a he brings another element to the table, and so whether we huddle or not, you know, to me, it's all about trying to convey the right interpretation of the rule or the right interpretation of replay. So, um, believe me, I'm not going to have a problem if uh, 
if he and I have the ability to sit down and talk about it before either of us have to go on air. I'm wondering what you think of the, the latest uh, change in the touchdown celebration rules and how specific does it have to be so that officials don't end up trapped in this situation where one coach is saying it's it's not that celebratory and the other guy is saying it's the Macy's Day Parade? Yeah, well, I mean, that's still, that, you know, that was has been a problem already. I mean, this just maybe takes it down a notch. Look, at to me, you're not going to see many penalties thrown for celebrations, period, unless it's the, the absolute obvious twerking or the shooting of the six guns. I mean, the video that they put out of plays that are now acceptable, which is using balls, uh, the football as a prop, doing group celebrations, going to the ground to, to do whatever you want, whether it's a snow angel or whatever, you know, this now opens it up to where I think the officials are going to be pretty much out of the picture. Forget the delay thing. There's not going to be, if there's a delay game penalty thrown um, for a prolonged demonstration, I will be shocked um, <laughs> because, quite frankly, that was in the book now for just regular celebrations that were legal. There was language in the book that said it was legal unless it lasted too long. And excuse the other phone ringing here, but unless it actually, you know, it lasted too long and, and held up the try for point. Never happened, never was like, won't, will be going forward now. But to me, I think it's a sad day. I, I think that uh, this is a step back that we worked when I was there so hard to kind of, kind of clean up the game and not send bad signals to young kids that are playing the game. This is not allowed in college. It's not allowed in um, in high school. It's not allowed in Pop Warner. But now we set the tone as supposedly the idols and you know, kids are going to watch these acts again. And to me, it's about the team, not the individual. They're going to play to ESPN to see if they can get on the highlights. And to me, it's just a, a real sad step backwards. Hey, Mike, that, that phone call, that was Dean Blandino trying to huddle with you, by the way. <laughs> that's yeah, right. that's it. That's it. No, no, it's actually Dean just wanted to know when he could carry my suitcases through the airport. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, to two. Portugal and He's Spain. He's back to being number two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're with Fox Officiant Analyst and former NFL head of officiating, Mike Pereira, on the Talk of Fame Network. And you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at talkoffamenet. And, Mike, let's move to another uh, change here. We're going to 10-minute overtimes. Like it or don't like it? Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, like the, uh, I like the original system, really, to me, which was first team to score wins. I mean, this, I was always felt that, you know, defense has an opportunity to win games. You've got to stop people. Uh, everybody has to have an equal shot. I, I, I don't really like the change. They're admitting now when you go to 10 that they don't care about ties because you're going to have more ties. So, you know, that kind of, to me, attaches less importance to it. But I really think that, and I listened to Dean in an interview since he spends more time on Colin Coward now than I do. Um, <laughs> I listened to him talk about it today, and, and I, I kind of agree with him. I mean, I, in a way, I, I guess I'd love to go back, which you never can do, and throw out overtime period and play to win the game in the last two minutes and create more excitement there. But it's here. Um, it has been changed a couple of times, and now we're in 10 minutes. So you're going to see, I think, really some ball control drives 
in the first drive of uh, of overtime period where a team's going to try to drag it on, drag it on, drag it on, and get a bunch of first downs. And I've seen many an eight- to nine-minute drive, which mm-hmm. would only leave a minute on the clock for the other team to score. So in retrospect, I think we might see a little bit more of a boring overtime period than you would in a full quarter. Okay, well, Mike, we got to run here, but uh, thanks as always. And we'll check in with you this season. That is when you're not in Spain or Portugal. Right, well, yeah, I, I doubt I will be there for a little while more. But for you guys, especially in Portugal, I'll call for Borges anyway. You should. Could have brought me a little chorizo, fava beans. Chorizo. A chorizo. Linguiza. They call it linguiza over there. They call it chorizo over there. <laughs> that was Fox Efficient Analyst Mike Pereira. Up next, everything you wanted to know about the AFC South and weren't afraid to ask. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. This is Larry Brown, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. The crack of the bat, the cheer of the fans, basking in the sun on a summer day. Save now at Days In when you see your favorite team play. With over 1,600 locations, there's always a Days In nearby. Home or away with friends or family, bask in the sun at Days In. Stay two nights and save 20%, plus earn 1,000 Wyndham Rewards bonus points when you book at DaysIn.com. Terms and conditions apply. A good night's sleep starts with the right pillow. That's where MyPillow comes in, and now for a limited time, just go to MyPillow.com, click the Radio Listener Special tab, and use promo code SKY to get two premium king or queen pillows and two additional go-anywhere travel pillows, all for 50% off and free shipping. That's MyPillow.com, promo code SKY, or call 1-800-635-1825. 1-800-635-1825. Kyle is a professional dog trainer. Sit down. Roll over. Good. When it comes to canine obedience, he's your best friend's best friend. Such a good girl. And in his personal time, Kyle's a personal trainer. Nice work on those planks, guys. Now roll over and give me 25 push-ups. One, two, good. Hey, keep that caboose down. You see, no matter who or what he trains, Kyle knows how to get results. But when it comes to mortgages, he's less confident. Guilty as charged. Fortunately for Kyle, there's Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. It's simple, so he can understand the details and know he's getting the right mortgage. I like it, people. Who wants a treat? Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Go to rocketmortgage.com today. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. I'm KFC's Extra Crispy Colonel. You're the extra busy regular person who has to make dinner for a family of four. But you can shirk that responsibility because my extra crispy $20 fill-up from KFC contains eight pieces of freshly double-breaded extra crispy chicken, four biscuits, two orders of mashed potatoes, and a side of coleslaw for just $20. That'll feed them. KFC, it's extra crispy good. Pricing and participation may vary. Tax and substitutions extra. Hi, Tom Bodette. Apparently, the hip thing for businesses to do these days is target millennials. So it may sound sus coming from this baby boomer, but Motel 6 is a V-great place for your squad to stay woke or asleep. The updated rooms are hashtag blessed with contemporary floors, bedding, and flat screen TVs that are totally on fleek. Plus, their prices are always low AF. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll keep it lit for you. Book online at motel6.com. 
This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. When you start telling me it doesn't matter, then retire. Get out. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Wyndham Hotels. Stay at the Days Inn and see your team play. Stay two nights and save 20% and earn 1,000 Wyndham Reward bonus points. Book now at daysin.com. Terms and conditions apply. We're also brought to you by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. And you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Hey, guys, before we get to the AFC South, a couple things here. Uh, first of all, I see where Drew Brees of the Saints proclaimed 32-year-old Adrian Peterson a stud, quote-unquote stud. He wasn't talking about you, Ron. He was talking about Adrian Peterson. And he said he is, quote, going to be able to do some stuff in this offense that maybe he has not done over the course of his career, unquote. Now, yeah, yeah, he's right. Sit down and watch. <laughs> yeah. hey, look at those guys playing offense. Look at that. that that's, that's Drew Brees in June without pads. Gooseman, what's Drew Brees going to be saying about Adrian Peterson in late December? Not much different. I think Peterson will still be fresh in December. I've got a feeling Drew Brees will continue to do audible out of runs to passes no matter who's in the backfield with him. So I think he'll still feel pretty good about Peterson. It'll still be Drew Brees' ball, Drew Brees' game. Wow. Surprises me, Ronnie. I mean, Adrian Peterson, as I said, 32. And, and the goose man, Dr. Dadis, the guy always told me, 32, that's when running backs hit the wall. And, of course, the Vikings didn't resign him either. So um, I guess my question to you is, is this Brett Favre, who was, what, 40 or 41 when he went to Minnesota, had a great year? Or is this closer to uh, John Unitas with the Chargers? Johnny you smoking cigarettes outside yeah. the locker room. Billy okay. Mays with the Mets. Uh, uh. <laughs> well, you know, as you know, Clark, the history of running backs at both 30 years old is not good. So history's not on his side. But don't forget, he's only a year removed from 327 carries and averaging 92.8 yards per run. Uh, so Breeze may have a point. Uh, but the only thing is, generally speaking, guys at his age – look better in shorts than they do in uniforms, and that oftentimes is when the, the rubber hits the road and their mm -hmm. buttocks hit the bench. <laughs> yeah, and, and don't forget also, he missed most of the two of the past three seasons, most, in fact, almost all of them, with injuries. So anyway, let's get out of the NFC South and Goose. Let's move east. We had a preseason poll last week to see whom our readers like to win that division, and the vote wasn't close. Yeah, the NFC East hasn't had a repeat winner since the Eagles won four in a row from 2001 to 2004. The voters think that trend will continue and pick the Redskins to overtake the defending champion Cowboys with a whopping 82% of the vote. That's a lot of love for Kirk Cousins out there. Well, Goose, who do you have a lot of love for in that division? Cowboys. The quarterback and the running back were both pro bowlers as rookies, and they're only going to get better. Well, Ron, you can't make a homer pick here, so who do you have a lot of love for? Uh, well, I'm going to agree with uh, Dr. Data on this one, Dallas. Uh, they won 13 a year ago. Uh, and although I think their defense, which wasn't great last year, is depleted a little bit, uh, I'm expecting their quarterback to be even better and his teammates to be more used to him. And I don't think they're going to have to win 13 again to win the, uh, uh, the division because it's a pretty, pretty uh, tough division with the Giants and the Eagles. And then there's that other team. Not really a factor, <laughs> those guys. Well, speaking of the Giants, I'm going to take the Giants, uh, partly because I like Eli, a uh, sense of urgency there. I think windows closing, he's got to do something now. And mostly because, well, my wife, big G-Men fan. Um, we also have another poll on our website now. It's up now. It's that website is talkoffamenetwork.com, and that poll is another preseason pick -em. this time with the division we're talking about today, the AFC South. Right, Goose? Yes, sir. Houston is a defending champ, but maybe going with a rookie quarterback this season. So how much faith do you have in Deshaun Watson? 
Well, let's stay with that conversation, Goose. How much faith do you have? I mean, we're featuring that division today, so let's take it from the top. Who wins it and why? And I'll start with you, Goose. I like Tennessee. They have the quarterback in Marcus Mariota, the running back in DeMarco Murray, AFC rushing champion, friend of the show, one of the best offensive lines in football, and Dick LeBeau, another friend of the show, coordinating a defense that will get to the passer. You know, before uh, uh, we skip away from from that uh, Dick LeBeau comment, I think he should actually be in Seattle because, as we all know, Dick loves the circus, and that is a circus. So be great. The ringmaster. <laughs> you are correct, sir. DeMarco Murray, also a friend of the show. He was out in the first hour. Uh, I like the Titans as well, guys. I'd make that a hat trick. Okay, Goose, uh, who had the best offseason? Well, the Jaguars had the splashiest offseason. They spent $153 million on three free agent defenders, but they were all supporting cast players on playoff teams. Again, I like what Tennessee has done. They signed a cornerback, Logan Ryan, away from Ron's Patriots, drafted two wide receivers with high picks from Mariota, Corey Davis of Western Michigan, Taewon Taylor, West Kentucky. Offense will be better. Defense will be better. Yeah, I, t- I tend to think Jacksonville, uh, you know, they spent the most money, which doesn't necessarily mean anything, but I think they did the most to shore up their defense, uh, which on paper looks uh, looks better. Uh, I think they got the right guy calling the shots uh, with Tom Coughlin which should help them uh, as well. So unless they wasted a lot of money, I think they did the best job. And if they did waste a lot of money, they'll, get a, they'll waste Tom Coughlin in, this, in another, <laughs> another year because that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing that we know about this division is it's kind of short of big-time quarterbacks. Now, I know it does have Andrew Luck. In, in a year ago, I, I think I would have said, and you would have said, he's the premier quarterback in the AFC South, maybe one of the premier quarterbacks in the league, the young quarterbacks. But uh, now with his injuries... And, and frankly, his declining play. I, I wonder if it's Marcus Mariota, even though he has a serious injury of his own to overcome, Ron. And I know he was at OTAs this week and, and doing some team workouts, but he has a serious injury to overcome as well. But I think he will. I wonder if he's still the premier quarterback in this division. You know, I, I think there's, if he's healthy, I think there's a pretty good chance that he is because uh, although I don't blame Andrew Luck for a lot of what's happened in, in Indianapolis, but he does seem to me to need more help than mm-hmm. my sort of perception of what an elite guy needs uh, and now of course he's got his own shoulder issues to worry about so right. um, you know I, I tend to think the long play now is perhaps Mariota and not uh, Andrew Luck which you wouldn't think he would have said two or three years ago yeah what I like about Mariota he doesn't throw interceptions only right. 19 in 800 career passes he didn't throw him in college he didn't throw him here so he doesn't beat himself the better the weapons the Titans put around him, the better quarterback he will be. Now, using the fifth pick in Corey Davis is a big step in that direction. I think Luck could become the Dan Marino of this era. Terrific numbers, no rings. Mariota could become the Troy Aikman. He beats his opponents, not himself. Hey, no shame in being known as the Dan Marino of your era. Ooh, that's pretty good. Usual question, guys. You have one coach from this division to win a game. Let's just say it's a playoff game. Just one coach. Who's man? Who do you choose? Does that include retired coaches in the building? If so, give me Tom Coughlin. Pulled off two of the biggest Super Bowl upsets of all time with those victories over the Patriots. But of the current four, I'd favor Bill O'Brien. He's coached the Texans to back-to-back division titles without a quarterback in today's NFL. That's a terrific achievement. And that would be friend of the show, Bill O'Brien. Show? Both of them. This is, I'm on like... Dr. Dad and I are like on a parallel course here. This That's because you're looking over his shoulder. Yeah, oh, he stole my stuff. Well, I was going to say the same thing. You know, look, uh, have any of these other head coaches even won a playoff game, let alone a Lombardi trophy? I think not, right. even though I love uh, Billy O'Brien. He's my good pal. But I'm going to go with experience, plus I know he'll be at the stadium on time. <laughs> 
right. Well, well, you heard from Tom Coughlin in the first hour, and, and Ron, he's, of course, one of the top front office changes this division. The Colts are the other, with Ryan Grigson being replaced by Chris Ballard. Which move has the bigger impact? Well, last time I checked, ring collections, Tom Coughlin and uh, Chris Ballard, uh, one guy had two Super Bowl rings, and the other guy had a Captain America decoder ring. So uh, I'm going to go with a guy with a real jewelry, you know, and uh, uh, I just think that all these guys, uh, or many of these guys, are unproven, and until they show they can do it, uh, I'm going to assume maybe they can't. I agree. Coughlin knows what a Super Bowl team looks like. Okay, well, we were picking the Tennessee Titans to win this division. You know something, one of the best things about the Titans? Originally Houston Oilers. It's linebacker Robert Brazil, a.k.a. Dr. Doom. Who's any chance you guys went to the same med school? <laughs> anyway, he's coming up next. This is the Talk of Fame Network. This is Drew Pearson, the original 88 with the Dallas Cowboys, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. The crack of the bat, the cheer of the fans, basking in the sun on a summer day. Save now at Days In when you see your favorite team play. With over 1,600 locations, there's always a Days In nearby. Home or away with friends or family, bask in the sun at Days In. Stay two nights and save 20%, plus earn 1,000 Wyndham Rewards bonus points when you book at DaysIn.com. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, Tom Bodette. According to the dad bod craze, the lumpy, less-than-chiseled look is now totally in. So you could say I'm in the best shape of my life, and so is Motel 6. They've updated their properties nationwide with contemporary everything, still for the same low price you've come to expect. So your wallet can feel a little pleasantly plump, too. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. A good night's sleep starts with the right pillow. That's where my pillow comes in, and now for a limited time, just go to mypillow.com, click the radio listener special tab, and use promo code SKY to get two premium king or queen pillows and two additional go anywhere travel pillows, all for 50% off and free shipping. That's mypillow.com, promo code SKY, or call 1 800 635 1825. 1 800 635 1825. Kyle is a dog trainer. Okay, Sid. Good boy. In his personal time, Kyle's a personal trainer. One, two, good. Kyle knows how to get results, but when it comes to mortgages, he's less confident. Guilty as charged. Fortunately, there's Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. It's simple, so he can understand the details and know he's getting the right mortgage. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Go to rocketmortgage.com today. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. You play to win the game. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Wyndham Hotels. Stay at the Days Inn and see your team play. Stay two nights and save 20% and earn 1,000 Wyndham Reward bonus points. Book now at DaysIn.com. Terms and conditions apply. Well, for a decade, Robert Brazil was one of the NFL's premier outside linebackers and a trailblazer as a 3-4 pass rusher. Ten years with the Houston Oilers, Dr. Doom, God, that's a great nickname. I love that nickname. Dr. Doom made seven Pro Bowls, was named All-Pro five times, and was a member of the 1970s All-Decade team. He started 147 straight games, never missing a start until retiring after the 1984 season. Yet, he's the only linebacker on that All-Decade team not 
in the Hall of Fame. Be honest with you, that has that has us baffled here at uh, the Talk of Fame Network. So we thought we'd visit with the man himself just to get his thoughts on why he thinks he's been Hall of Fame eligible for 27 years, yet has never once had his credentials debated as a finalist. Not once. Robert Brazil, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's such a, such an honor for you guys to call me. It's a cloudy day here in uh, Mobile, Alabama, where I live at now, and uh, I'm glad to be aboard. Thank you again. I heard that a couple more of your friends there. Thank, thank you guys for, for, for calling me. Well, it's great to have you. And, and i got to ask you before we go too far, how did a tennis-playing special education teacher from Mobile ever get the name Dr. Doom, and did your uh, your students down there ever call you that in the lunchroom when you weren't looking? All the time because, you know, it's hard. You know, after I retired, I moved back home. But I, I uh, started teaching. When during the football season, I used to tell the guys I played football. So we, I was so happy for this internet stuff to come out and to show that there is a person named Robert Brazil with a nickname Doctor Doom. And the question <laughs> came up a lot because it was a trivia question during the Black History Month of February. And they said, "Where did you get the name from?" And I told only a couple of people where I got the name from, and we passed it around school to make it a trivia question. For the person to come up with the right answer, if they get to get it, I actually got the name from a linebacker that played with the University of uh, SC. I just SC. All the guys in the college all-star game had nicknames. I was just plain Robert Brazil, the little kid from Jackson State. So Richard Wood, myself, and a bunch of other guys was having breakfast with Howard Cosell. So Howard. And I listened to us going back and forth, and Richard looked at Howard and said, uh, well, his name, Richard's name, which was Batman. <laughs> and we had John Tate at that time. His name was Crazy Man. So they had to come up with a nick. They looked in the Chicago Tribune and found this cartoon character, which was named <laughs> Dr. Doom. So as smart and as, as, and as quick as uh, Howard Cosell, he said, it fits him. It means death on offensive men. The doom part. So that's how I got him. He ran with it on the college all-star game, and it's been with me up until today. <laughs> oh, what a great story. <laughs> great story. <laughs> hey, Robert, Bumfeld became the Oilers head coach when you arrived as a first-round pick out of Jackson State in 1975, switched from a 4-3 to a 3-4 to utilize your speed on the outside. How did that change impact your career? It didn't. It helped my career. It didn't change it. I was a um, frustrated middle linebacker. Baum ended up putting me on the weak side of his defense. You got to understand, Baum had a uh, great defensive line with uh, Curly. He had traded for Elvin. We had a good crew of linebackers. We had Teddy Washington. People don't understand how great this guy was as a strong side linebacker. We had Steve Conner, a veteran in the middle, and Greg Bingham and myself. We had what we call a run coverage defense. We wanted to just, 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 we played the game of chess with offensive people. We put the offensive team on checkmate all the time, and especially on the run. And this is how we, you know, you never knew which one of us was going to come from the outside. Teddy was a pass rusher. I was a pass rusher. We always was either slanted Teddy or slanted me, and it made it so hard for offense to figure out what we was doing, but they was normally be predicting to the defense what you had to do. We're with Here's former Houston Oilers star 
Robert Brazil on the Top of the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com. And Robert, I was going to ask you another Bum Phillips question, but I'm not. I, I'm going to cut straight to the chase here. I mentioned at the top of this program, at the top of this segment, we don't understand why you've been eligible for the Hall of Fame for so many years and you've never been debated. Do you believe you should be in the Hall of Fame, and why do you think you've been overlooked? I don't think I've been overlooked. I really believe y'all got one of the – I couldn't have y'all job of trying to pick and choose who goes in and who's not. You got so many great athletes that's out here, man. I mean, you talk linebackers, you talk back from my era up to today's date. I don't know what y'all going to do in the future when it's talking about putting somebody in from, from the linebacker position. My thing that I did and as a linebacker, I thought that I was very versatile at the linebacker position. A lot of people don't understand that from the real side linebacker, I almost I led the team every year in tackle. So I played the run defense as well as I did in pass coverage. I had some of the man try to cover Walter Payton. I Tony Dodd said I might put it out today here. That's a hell of a job to do. But that was one of the qualities that Brom saw in me, and he put me at that position that we are to be able to float and do those types of things for his three-fourth defense. I mean, we just shut down people. My, my thing on defense was, to say to run first and pass second. <laughs> so do you think you should be in the hall? I want to be in the hall. <laughs> I feel like I'm already in the hall. And I want, and I, um, I you know, it's, it's not up to me. Yes, I want to be in the hall. I, I'd be foolish not to sit and say, no, I don't want to be in the hall. Lava loves to be in the hall. It was make Robert Brazil so happy to be in the hall of fame. I, I, want, I want the hall of fame. I'm glad you said that because I was going to say if you didn't, that's like not voting for yourself for president. You know, I mean, you got to do it. You know, uh, you know. One question no, I have with you, I, I'm just sort of wondering this. I know you played with him most of the time, but did you often collide with Earl Campbell? And when you did, what did that feel like? Because it couldn't have been great. Well, I hate to just you know, I hate to. Just, uh, you're not going to believe this. The closest I ever got to Earl is on flag football. Work. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Bob Phillip had a thing, and a lot of people don't realize this, at the level that he knew we was all professional football players. And the one team that wasn't on our schedule was the Houston Oilers. And he <laughs> made sure we did not play the Houston Oilers. That was no contact for the whole while Bob was my head coach. Yeah. I knew, I mean, I could, today, uh, it's hard to, for me, and I carried this over into the other teams that I've coached, and it really, really worked. If you beat your own players up on through the week, what you expect for them to do on Sundays and Saturdays or Friday night? And that was our philosophy. We never played the Houston Oilers. I was, the hardest I ever did was try to knock the ball out of Earl's arm. And if I got too close to him, Bomb gave me the look or a whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, speaking of great backs, you played with Walter Payton at Jackson State. Okay. Tell us you knew all along he was going to become the NFL's all-time leading rusher in a Hall of Famer. Well, you're so true. I've never seen nobody so devoted to the game of football. People don't understand that these four years that I was at Jackson with Walter was probably one of the biggest blessings God ever put in front of me. We were supposed to be in the dormitory at 10 o'clock every night. We would make our curfew, but we still had other practices that we went through amongst ourselves that, I, you know, and I'm just saying this because I knew Walter as a, he slept on top of me. 
he slept next to me, and sometimes he was in the same bed with me. So we always was, had football or working or doing something to better our game. When I got to the pros, all I had to do was become a student of the game. I was so used to being faked out or ran over or ran through or he dove over me or being tricked. Walter was full of games. He was always preparing you in a way that you never suspected. And it was always something new the next day. It wasn't the same thing. It was always a new workout or something that he does. It wasn't nothing but putting an egg in your, in your bed so you roll over on it or something. He's always <laughs> Robert Brazil, thanks so much for the time. And best of luck with that Hall of Fame candidacy. Man, thank y'all. And uh, like I say, I have both parents living. And one day I would love to bring them to Canton along with me. I would We'd love, love to, to see you there. Love to see you there and them as well. Thanks, Robert. Thank that was former World Star and Hall of Fame hopeful Robert Brazil. Up next, why Dr. Data, not Dr. Doom. Dr. Data thinks one team is trying to buy its way to the top. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Thinking about your summer vacation? Toes in the sand. Hiking the trails. Taking a dip in the pool. Days In can help you get there. With over 1,600 locations, no matter where your travels take you, there's always a Days In nearby. Bask in the sun and save now on your fun-filled vacation at Days In. Stay two nights and save 20%. Plus earn 1,000 Wyndham Rewards bonus points when you book at DaysIn.com. Terms and conditions apply. Greta is a drill instructor. On your feet and negotiate this obstacle. Yes, ma'am. When it comes to training lean, mean, fighting machines, she doesn't mess around. I do not have all day, people. But in her free time, Greta's an amazing poet. And she knows it. The green grass, it whispers to me like an ancient firefly. Look at her throw those verses with confidence. But when it comes to getting a mortgage, Greta's less confident. Uh, a little help here? Fortunately for Greta, there's Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. It's simple, so she can understand the details and know she's getting the right mortgage. My confidence. It's returned like a jealous lover on a rainy night. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Go to rocketmortgage.com today. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. And MLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. A good night's sleep starts with the right pillow. That's where MyPillow comes in, and now for a limited time, just go to MyPillow.com, click the Radio Listener Special tab, and use promo code SKY to get two premium king or queen pillows and two additional go-anywhere travel pillows, all for 50% off and free shipping. That's MyPillow.com, promo code SKY, or call 1-800-635-1825. 1-800-635-1825. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges. Cannot play with him. Rick Goslin Cannot win with him. And Clark Judge. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. Speaking of winners, Talk of Fame Network's brought to you by Wyndham Hotel. Stay at the Days Inn and see your team play. Stay two nights and save 20% and earn 1,000 Wyndham Reward bonus points. Book now at daysin.com. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, did you guys see where Michael Vick, yeah, that Michael Vick, but did you see where he said he'd like to coach in the NFL someday? Yeah, you know, I, I saw that, and uh, I guess I would take it more seriously if he said I'd like to coach at a bunch of other places leading up to the NFL because I don't right. know what I'm doing. That would have been a nice touch, but none of these guys do that, I don't think. 
I started head coach and worked backwards. <laughs> well, anyway, in case you missed that story, told ESPN's Adam Schefter that his heart is into teaching football. I think that's an intriguing idea, especially with Michael Vick. Clones, it seems like, coming out of colleges every year. But the, the one problem I have here, Ron, is that yep. I, I'm not sure Michael Vick is the guy I want serving as the model for my next quarterback. I mean, he was an extraordinary guy, but uh, actually I, I would prefer a guy more like Donovan McNabb who became a pretty good pocket passer over his career. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, Michael's skills were so unique, uh, yep. and, and he could do things that were so unique. I think sometimes it's hard for you to coach guys who can't do that stuff. That's why right. you, you don't see that many great players that were great coaches or, or guys that had unique things that, that become great uh, uh, coaches. It's, it's tough to do, and I think it will be tough for him. Well, Ron, as you know, we all try to model ourselves after Dr. Data, our own fat guy. I said fat, fat guy? guy. Fat guy. Oh, fat guy. <laughs> and he's here with another Dr. Data segment brought to you by Motel 6. Book online at the new motel6.com. We'll leave the light on for you. And Doc, I understand uh, you're going to shed the light on why one AFC South team still believes uh, hmm, you can buy your way to the top. And that yeah, history says is... you can't buy championships in football, but that isn't preventing the Jacksonville Jaguars from trying. The Jaguars are one of only four franchises that have never been to a Super Bowl. It's been 17 years since they last won a division title, 10 years since the last playoff appearance. But Shad Khan first the Jaguars in 2011 and has never witnessed a winning season by his team. He's grown impatient and is now in a hurry to change his team's fortunes. In the last two off-seasons, Khan has spent $352 million in free agency on seven players with a staggering $133 million of it guaranteed. He made defensive end Malik Jackson the highest-paid free agent in 2016 with a five-year $85 million contract to leave the Super Bowl champion Denver Broncos. $42 million of it was guaranteed. Then he made Houston corner A.J. Boy the highest-paid free agent in 2017 with a five-year $67 million contract to leave the AFC South champion Texans. $26 million of that was guaranteed. Defenseman Calais Campbell was given a four-year $60 million contract to leave the Cardinals this offseason. $30 million of it guaranteed. Jaguars also signed two safeties to Sean Gibson in 2016 and Barry Church in 2017, giving them a combined $62 million with $24 million guaranteed. Running back Chris Ivory and offensive tackle Kelvin Beecham also signed in 2016 for a combined $77 million. Beecham was given a five-year contract but only lasted one the Jaguars have already cut him this offseason. Khan is expecting a return on his investment, and rightly so, so he clearly expects to win. But that's a lot of money to spend for guys not named Tom Brady, Von Miller, Drew Brees, and Russell Wilson, the players who actually do win championships. Championships are won in the field, not at the bank. Uh, you know, this just seems like financial folly to me, the same road the Redskins went down. Uh, why would another owner follow what has been a proven path to failure and not bankruptcy but light pockets because it's not proven to him the new breed of nfl owners are businessmen not sportsmen when they have a problem in the business world they throw money at it they are bringing the same principles to football and one by one they discover money is not the answer good drafting is hey goose did you say shad khan or shaka khan <laughs> <laughs> anyway Hear that whistle? It's the signal of Mike Pereira still in the building. I don't know. Maybe it's Dean Plandino. I don't know. It's also the signal. We're almost out of time. So, Ron, take us home with the two-minute drill. 
Here we go, guys. Reports out of Denver claim the quarterback Paxton Lynch stood out in his first OTA. What's that worth? Nada. He's just simply taller than the other guys. About as much as hitting a home run in spring training. Speaking of the Broncos, defensive lineman Derek Wolf labeled as, quote, fake news, unquote. Defensive back Will Parks posting a video of a pair of bad throws by Lynch. Does the camera lie? Not when it comes to pictures of Ron Borges. Everything on the football field in May and June is fake news. Goose's friend Jason Garrett says he wants his Cowboy players to celebrate positive plays. When did he become a party animal? When he joined Jerry Jones, part of the job description, Ronnie. I'm guessing during his frat days at Princeton. Who wins a QB battle in Houston, Tom Savage or Deshaun Watson? Elementary, my dear Watson. If Bill O'Brien knows what's good for his coaching career and his future in Houston, it's Watson. Rob Gronkowski intercepted a bridal bouquet at a friend's wedding and spiked it. What was his other option? Knock on the newlyweds' door that night. Go stand in line with the other single men and catch the garter. Jerry Jones called running back Darren McFadden, quote, a daddy on our team, and I say that respectfully. Please translate. <laughs> we will cut our daddy before training camp. <laughs> we appreciate the fact he sits, watches Zeke Elliott get 400 carries, and doesn't complain. Should Cardinals DB Patrick Peterson return punts? Only on St. Patrick's Day, so no. Hall of Fame quarterback Lem Barney did. Is Des Bryant out of his mind for, su for suggesting he return punts? No, he's just out of his mind, period. Hall of Fame wide receiver Tim Brown did. Eric Mangini says he hopes to reconcile with former boss Bill Belichick after a 10-year estrangement. What happens first, a love fest or hell freezes over? Not really sure, but I heard Satan just turned on the AC. <laughs> Bet on the first frost in Hades. We'd like to thank Tom Coffin, DeMarco Murray, Robert Brazil, and Mike Pereira for joining us, Derek Burns for producing us, and you for listening to us. If you'd like to hear this or any podcast, just go to our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, or dial us up on iTunes or your podcast app. Otherwise, look for us at this time and on this station next week. We'll be here. We hope you will be, too. The crack of the bat, the cheer of the fans, basking in the sun on a summer day. Save now at Days Inn when you see your favorite team play. With over 1,600 locations, there's always a Days Inn nearby. Home or away with friends or family, bask in the sun at Days Inn. Stay two nights and save 20%, plus earn 1,000 Wyndham Rewards bonus points when you book at DaysInn.com. Terms and conditions apply. Kyle is a professional dog trainer. Sit down. Roll over. Good. When it comes to canine obedience, he's your best friend's best friend. Oh, such a good girl. And in his personal time, Kyle's a personal trainer. Nice work on those planks, guys. Now roll over and give me 25 push-ups. One, two, good. Hey, keep that caboose down. You see, no matter who or what he trains, Kyle knows how to get results, but when it comes to mortgages, he's less confident. Guilty as charged. Fortunately for Kyle, there's Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. It's simple, so he can understand the details and know he's getting the right mortgage. I like it, people. Who wants a treat? Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Go to rocketmortgage.com today. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030.
A good night's sleep starts with the right pillow. That's where MyPillow comes in. And now for a limited time, just go to MyPillow.com, click the radio listener special tab, and use promo code SKY to get two premium king or queen pillows and two additional go-anywhere travel pillows, all for 50% off and free shipping. That's MyPillow.com, promo code SKY, or call 1-800-635-1825. 1-800-635-1825. 